everyone. Welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I'm Zen the Flustered today. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Emily the Hydrated. Nice. Yes. Cool. <laughs> well, today we are talking about the first three episodes of What If, the Disney Plus series that imagines how our favorite Marvel stories might turn out if something happened differently and a new story were set in motion. Dun, dun, dun. Today, oh, yeah. <laughs> I am our, like, what the little fun sounds? A voice? No, sound effects. Oh, yeah, the little sound effects <laughs> box thing we used to Yes. Have. Uh, so today, we will be discussing episode one What if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? Episode two What if T'Challa became a Star Lord? And episode three What if the world lost its mightiest heroes? So consider this your first and official spoiler warning. Um, and before we get started, as always, we will take a quick break and we'll get back to discussing the episodes. When you look back upon your life and you see all the things you achieved, certainly none of them started with inaction. And when you're planning for your next career journey, find us, the University of California, Irvine. We've over 80 convenient online certificates to help you navigate the future and we're the perfect Sherpa for your next big adventure. Find us at ce.uci.edu. Welcome back, everyone. Let's start with episode one. What if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? In this episode, Steve Rogers is wounded before he's able to undergo the super serum procedure. And rather than letting the project fail, Peggy Carter volunteers and she gets the serum and becomes the super soldier instead. She didn't volunteer. She forced chose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true, huh? She's like, I am getting this done. You will move. You will be okay with this. Take in charge. Yeah. Large and in charge. Yeah. So I thought it was really cool to see her in this role. Because, I mean, she's such a badass to begin with. But then to, like, be a badass both, like, personality-wise and physically like muscularly, I guess, because she is still badass even without the serum. So, yeah, it was just cool. It was cool to see her like this. So overall, um, we discussed this a little bit. Okay, so like um, that this is an alternative reality series. Like if one thing changes, what happens? So do you guys like it over the concept overall? Yes. Yeah. It's I a lot of fun, right? Yeah, I wasn't sure when they first when they initially announced it, and the fact that it was also animated, not live action, compared to like you know all the other series that they've been releasing, I was like intrigued. But I actually really like it, and it's so fun hearing all the voices together. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. To me, I- it reminds me of like. Have you ever heard of, there's like a book series where they take different Disney stories and then they kind of like rework them a little bit. Like they'll take Beauty and the Beast and it's like, what if Belle's mom is actually the one that put the beast under a spell? And, or even like um, Cinderella 3 kind of does this too, where it's like, what if the magic wand fell into the wrong hand? So I love stories that are kind of retold from a different way. Like I'd rather have this kind of thing than have like, the same recreation, the same story over and over. I think this is kind of like a fanfic almost, you know, like it's a fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> so I, I like this kind of idea. 
so first of all, I mean, I loved the first episode. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we're talking about the first episode. I love the alternate reality. It was amazing how quickly, I mean, they cut out some, a lot of the chaff in the mo- original Amer- Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. And I was amazed how quickly they could tell the story, the whole Captain America story, but in an alternate re- universe. Because it generally spans the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, I loved Haley Atwell. Um, I was shocked to find out that was not Chris Evans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded like Chris Evans to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, playing Captain America or not Steve Rogers, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> I was really impressed. It also, it was funny how they made it. It very much felt like a um, Twilight Zone. Yeah. Yeah. They even did the intonation like the the watcher was kind of yes. kind of the twilight zone kind of guy. So I'm surprised they had the watcher like I didn't, is he like a normal like does he appear in other comics or was he kind of just created for this cuz I mean I don't think they even needed him to introduce this. It could have just been like what if this happened, you know? But so I thought that was interesting. The watcher is a real Marvel character. Mm-hmm. And it has been around f- as long as I've been reading comics in the 70s. Um, he was in What If, but essentially he is a, the Watcher is a a god who just watches and does not interfere and kind of documents. Oh. <clears throat> so he's out there, but he's he's not a good, he's not a bad, he's a there, and he tells stories. Hmm. And so that's what the I, he's generally attached to. What if I don't recall him being him been, being in anything else? But it's just him telling stories that he's seen that he's not interfered with and um, alternate realities. Ah, I see. Okay. So I don't know if it's did, did even though he was in the comic books, did they need to bring him back? I don't know. It's neither here nor there. But yeah. Uh, That's yes. cool. I really enjoyed the first episode. It, I thought it was a really great intro to the whole series. Um, mm-hmm. I think I mentioned it when we briefly talked about it in like a past recording, but I was like kind of what Zen said. It's amazing how they were able to fit the whole story of Captain America into just like a 20, 30 minute episode. Like they covered everything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so that's a good recommendation. Like, if you haven't seen these movies that are connected to these particular episodes, you should probably watch the movie first, just because it'll make a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But and then, I mean, it's just, I got to say, the one other thing about these series was, lots of times when I see, like, it's hard for me to watch the Star Wars comics, cartoons, mm-hmm. Because the visual style, not just lots of times the storytelling is a little bit different, but the visual style, visually it looks so different yeah, than the live action stuff. And it turns me off before I can watch it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this particular animation style, I was just like, it was almost invisible as far as I was concerned. It's live action. Yeah. It has kind of a comic book feel to it. It right. does. Yeah. But the person who plays Agent Carter looks like Agent Carter when right. you look at the drawing. It's not like a 
stylized cartoon of Agent Carter. Yeah. It looks like Agent Carter. Or when the Hulk's in there, it looks like the Hulk or the actor who plays Hulk. Mm-hmm. So it, it was the the animation was not distracting. It was just invisible to me. Yeah. So. <clears throat> it kind of makes me wonder if this is something they might do for other things too. Like let's say somewhere down the road they wanted to make some kind of like add-on for episode seven, eight, or nine, but they couldn't get all the actors to agree to come back and act. Or, I mean, in some cases, unfortunately, they can't get the actors to come back. But, you know, they wanted to tell a story, but they could get their voices or even get, like, sound-alike voices. Then maybe that's something they would do there, too, you know? So, I read they got <clears> – <throat> and I don't know if they actually knew the, if the exact number. But they got, like, 85% of the voice actors back. Wow. That's awesome. Impressive. I mean – so far, in the first three, they weren't able to get Chris Evans, um, the woman who plays Black Widow, um, Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> Johansson. yeah, and um, the dude who plays uh, Tony Stark, also Robert Downey oh, yeah. Jr. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> and they weren't able to get all three of those guys, and it's kind of like, yeah, they're probably kind of expensive, mm, yeah, <laughs> you know, and and they're probably, if not expensive, really, really, really busy. Mm-hmm. So um, I was a little bit surprised uh, that they got so many. I mean, a lot of the other actors are very big names too. So yeah. So I was pretty impressed. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think of um, Steve Rogers being? What was his name? The Hydra Stomper, I think. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the uh, like in his armor. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like um, what do they call those things? Like you know, his his own mech kind of thing. Yeah. Like you see sometimes in anime or you like know, a, yeah, like a mech. Yeah, I think it's a mech. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I I thought it was funny. I liked it. I liked mm-hmm. when um when he comes in and then um. I'm going to call him Sebastian. Winter Sol- What's his name? Bucky. Like he's like, yeah. I think I know him too. Yeah. <laughs> that, was cute. <laughs> that was really cute. Yeah. And I like the fact um, that that's one of the things I always thought was interesting is what changes and what stays the same. Right. Mm-hmm. And what was interesting was um, I really liked the fact that um, Agent Carter still was very attracted to Steve Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't about the physicality. It was about the spirit of the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that was really charming to see that they were, um, it was, there's something, there was a connection. It wasn't about the physical part of it. Yeah. So. And they still <clears throat> look really cute together. Like, you know, and it's, it's a, it's a not very common you know, looking couple and it's kind of refreshing to see. It's like, oh wow, something different instead of like, yeah, here's the big, strong, burly dude and his woman, you know, like, so it's, it was nice to right. see something unique, different. So, yeah, cool. honestly, out of all three episodes, I feel like I think that one was my favorite. I think so too for me. Yeah, I, th- um, so far, I will say that's my favorite, but they were, 
if if I were to score them, like that was an A, but the other two were Bs or B pluses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. haven't made a bad one. It's just like this was the good, better of the good. So yeah. So speaking of the other ones, let's move on to episode two, and that one was what if T'Challa became a Star Lord. And for that one, they imagined what would happen if Yondu and the Ravagers accidentally grabbed T'Challa instead of Peter Quill when they went to Earth in search of, uh, what's his name? The Celestial Ego's lost son. That was funny. This episode was <laughs> funny. It was. Me, it was good. We laugh. Yeah. I like how, how Yondu goes from like, you know, yeah, we're looking for like treasure and blah 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 to like, yeah, we're helping the world. I know. The <laughs> and then on top of that, Thanos is like, like Thanos he's is, able yeah. to turn he's good. on the team and he's friendly and it's like, well, you know, I was thinking about killing everyone, but this worked out. T'Challa had a better idea, yeah. and yeah. it was just like so off the, you know. Right? <laughs> Off the cuff. Real like, funny. And yeah, he's still like trying to say like, well, my idea wasn't like that bad, really. And everyone's like, no, it was pretty terrible, dude. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, once again, I mean, another solid episode, but this one just made me crack up. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the same thing is, like, the more things change, the more things stay the same. It's just Yandu's got the exact same personality. He's He's got this weird overprotective wants to keep the kid because he wants, you know, wants yeah. to, you know, and, and <laughs> I don't know what to say, you know, certain things stayed the same, certain things changed. And, but it's still a lot of the things stayed the same. So I thought that was fun. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And then uh, Nebula. She's yeah. Got hair. She's blonde. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I was reading an article or I saw a headline. I didn't read the full article, but they, it was saying how like, Nebula's hair isn't a wig. It's actually a product of her, you know, living like a good life and not under Thanos's control. I guess. Oh, oh so that's sad. <laughs> it's like interesting. I know. I kept. I'm like, she looks so. I'm not used to her with hair. So I was like, yeah. is that Nebula? I like. I feel like she's just a different person. But I know it's like her voice is her. Um, yeah. It was just funny. And then what else? When um. T'Challa when they go like infiltrate the collector's place and then um the collector's like fighting T'Challa and he pulls out all those weapons like there's yeah like you see I think like Thor's hammer and Captain America's shields in as part of his collection which was kind of interesting to see like how did he get those mm-hmm. right that, so yeah. oh go ahead I'm sorry Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, that, and then, like, you find that spaceship. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that his, his dad or someone made. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. God. I mean, it's it's so funny. They're all so good, but, I mean, I, I guess sometimes you want to talk about what you didn't like, but I can't think of anything. Yeah. Just thoroughly entertaining all the way through. And oh, it's like, even like when you don't see, like there are certain characters where it's like, okay, well then what happens to this character or that character? It's like, you know, you don't even get to that point because you're so invested in like, oh, wow. And this character is now different. Like you don't see, um, uh, what's her face? Uh, green skin 
Gamora. Gamora. Yeah, yes. you don't see I her anywhere. See, yeah, that's true. Because it's like okay, um, she's yeah. not dead, right? Oh, but maybe because I think because Thanos, maybe yeah. T'Challa got to Thanos before he went on his whole like and didn't the kill world. everyone on our planet. Yeah. yeah. So, so I yeah. if she shows up later on, maybe in someone or else's storyline, maybe yeah. that'd be cool or interesting. So this isn't a complaint, but I will say it's um, now this is kind of going into the third episode, but, um, but all the episodes are this way. I was shocked to hear the gentleman who played, I don't know what his name is. I would have to look it up on IMDb, but the guy who played Chris Evans, Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. I thought it, I really thought he did such a good job. I really thought it was Chris Evans um, mm-hmm. doing doing that on the other hand in the third episode michael douglas plays yellow jacket as michael douglas Mm -hmm. and he didn't sound like himself actually yeah yeah that's a good point that is a good point (laughs) clint Clint barton played by um i'm losing his name uh jeremy renner Renner. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah jeremy didn't sound too much like himself either (laughs) <laughs> I think, you know, it takes a special kind of acting to do voice acting. Like, people mm-hmm. think that, oh, well, if you know how to act, you can voice act. And, I mean, you know, you see it a lot in the video game industry where mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, games will try to bring in these really big names because they're like, oh, yeah, that's going to be a great draw. Like, if we have so-and-so do the voice of this character, then it's going to be fantastic. And it's like... It doesn't always work out that way. Sometimes, and I've actually witnessed it firsthand where it's like, you know, the. Because your family is in that industry. Your husband's in that industry. Yeah. So sometimes like you see just how much coaching it takes and you're just like, okay, we need you to sound this way. And it's like, you can sometimes even see them like, you know, they're, they're acting it out physically, but it's not reaching their voice. Yeah. Actually, I've seen a lot of, um, who is it? It's uh, uh, Tom Hanks doing Woody, mm-hmm. and he really gesticulates to kind of get into the into the role. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 um, so a lot of these people they need that kind of physical movement, or they can't do the role. Yes, you know, yeah. and then some people just it's hard, to, and then out of context, it sometimes can be really hard too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's almost like you're you're having to exaggerate slightly more to sound normal. It's almost like you know you think yeah. sometimes of you know people who are are dancing on a stage or something, and it's like any movement that you make, you have to do it a little bit bigger and a little more mm-hmm. like showy, so this way it reads normally to the audience. And it's the same thing with voice acting. Then it's like you have to step it up a notch so this way it sounds normal when someone's actually listening to it. It, it's funny because um, I saw this in a video game. I played Destiny, and the original video game, they have an AI, um, and you call him Ghost. Mm-hmm. And it was originally voiced by Peter Dinklage. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and for the most part, it was really, really, I really liked Peter Dinklage, mm-hmm. but it was really, really bad. Oh, no. It, yeah, I think what had happened was, you know, he's such a good actor. I think they did not give him um, some visuals or an understanding of the storyline or what was happening. Uh, so it was just, he was just reading it. It's just like kind of had to make up the context. And it was yeah. very difficult for 
him to deliver the lines properly without having context. There's, you know, they asked him to record it before they actually made some of the footage. That's a bummer. That happens a lot, actually. It's like, because you're, there's so many moving pieces to games. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, we need to get started on the voice recording. So let's go ahead and have so-and-so come in and do this. And then they do things called pickup lines where later on, if you're going back through and you're playing the, the footage of the game with whatever the, voiceover is and it's completely different then they'll say okay let's have so-and-so come back in let's re-record this because it looks too weird you know yeah yeah so so anyways it is what it is mm-hmm. yeah any further comments on episode two? Oh, one more thing so oh. what did you guys think at the very end where we see peter quill finally and he is a janitor oh my god at dairy queen <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I oh mean, my god! <laughs> it's so just like a that fits and b like I was scared because then you finally see um, the celestial ego come. Yeah, right. Him. Oh no! I was like, oh great, are they going to turn him evil now? Yeah. Oh no! Just kill him, right? Oh, he's oh, wait, killed for he? his power. That's right. They oh, want to kill him for his power? Oh no! Oh no! No no! He decides not to join his dad, and that's why his father wants to kill him to. Since he won't join him. Okay, yeah. never mind. Yeah, because, I mean, at this point, then he doesn't even know what happened to his mom and the whole, like, right. yeah. Right. <laughs> but I like the fact, I mean, once again, you know, the, the fact that T'Challa is such a good person yeah. and convincing and positive that just everyone around him is just, like, falls under his spell right. of, of so positivity good. oh, and goodness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was so funny. So so good. I love it. So, okay. On to the third episode. Um, so for our final one for today, episode three, what if the world lost its mightiest heroes? This one's a lot darker than the first two mm-hmm. and imagines what the world would be like if all the Avengers were killed before they were able to form the Avengers. <clears throat> Which was interesting. That was like, you know, like just that first part alone with, okay, well, you know, we have this idea, but you know, the, we've like sent out these invitations to these potential recruits. Like it was, it was interesting to see each of them and they don't really know each other yet. Cause they're not the Avengers yet. They get assassinated before they get to meet. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. So we see Iron Man first and then um, is who, who's next? I forgot the order, but I, I just remember being like, yeah. Whoa, we actually see um, Iron Man Hulk get knocked out. Scarlett yeah. Johansson. We get to see Scarlett Johansson first, of course. Yeah. Right. And Thor. Thor. Oh yeah. Thor. Yes. We don't even get to really meet Thor. He's just like, hello. And then dead. <laughs> 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 I was just like, wow, poor guy. Welcome to earth. Plop. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, yeah. I thought it was cool seeing that doctor that banner worked with oh yeah because uh, we don't um, i mean i forgot her name but i forgot she, ross. she was a character yeah. yes yes that's Is right because, ross yes this so familiar so the thing is that 
I think you saw reminded later, she's the one who the daughter of the general Ross. Yeah, that was crazy. Oh, I didn't that's right. Yeah. Know that or remember that before. Yeah. Um, um it's that Betty way Ross. Betty Ross is her. Betty name. Ross. Mm-hmm. And it's that way in the comic books. Oh. Um, but the Betty Ross character did not show up in this the current Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. I don't believe. Yeah. I don't think she has. She was in the Ang Lee version. Oh, that's right. Played by uh, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler, yep. That's right. Okay. But I don't think she showed up in this one. Or she did for a short amount of time. I can't remember. They might have maybe mentioned her, but I don't think she actually showed up. I don't know. But yeah, I just thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, this was a dark one. <laughs> it was so heavy. It was like you went from, especially how happy the second one was, where it's like, okay, uh-huh. instead of killing everyone, we're going to save the world. It's like, okay, everyone dies. This character, yeah, they're dead. This character, yeah, don't get too attached. They're dead. Like, yeah. And I thought it was interesting that um, all this is spurred on because Hope had already died. Right. That's right. That was like oh. kind of implied, but did yeah. they actually like they didn't really reveal that specifically until the very end? The very end. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Wait a minute, Betty Ross does show up in the Hulk, and oh. is played by Liv Tyler. Oh, wait, did she play it twice? Wait, who played it? Before. No, no, no. You're right. Who played it in the other one? It was the woman from the Rocketeer, Jennifer. Oh, really? Um, Jennifer Connolly? I think it was played by Jennifer Connolly now. Oh. Don't quote. I mean, it's been such a long time, right? I know. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Like, I think I saw it once and I was like, eh, this isn't yeah. really my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Same. Yeah. So, yeah. So, in the Hulk film, it was played by Jennifer uh, Ang Lee. One, it was played by Jennifer Connelly. Mm, okay. And then this one, it was played by uh, God Liv Tyler. Huh. But she didn't have much of a role. I mean, she played, yeah. but she wasn't. She was someone he consults with at the university. I felt like. Yeah. I wonder if they'll bring her back. I wonder. I mean, they're slowly like. I think it'll be more cool. people. It's it'll be one more crossover between MCU and Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, what did you guys think of um, Loki in this one? Oh my god, it's still Loki. Yeah, yeah. I forgot he was in it. Actually. I know. <laughs> I love how he's just like, okay, I'm on Earth now, and yeah. um, I'm the ruler. Thanks. <laughs> I, I just like, the, you know, it's it's. I love all the quips that there were. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like oh, I was mentioning earlier. He says, like, I have like a dead alien Chippendale looking like on the table next to me, or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Or that and I'm like, oh my 
God, that's hysterical. And then it's just like this, like they're they're comparing notes, like um, Black Widow and um, Black Widow and um, I'm losing it. Fury are comparing notes that they're both in trouble. It's like, well, what's yeah. your problem? It's just oh, like, yeah, I'm I'm fight I'm fighting. Um, Space Vikings. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God. Well, okay. Well, you win. Yeah. So some of the quips were pretty good. I really like those. Totally. And in this episode, especially, you're just like hearing everyone's voices. Yeah. So I like, I think I looked up every single time it was like a new character. I'm like, is this really them? Is it their voice? <laughs> yeah. And, and who's playing Michael Douglas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of off-putting too. Like I I was sure it was someone else doing his voice too. Like it is very different from his normal style. But then again, maybe he was just trying to be really like kind of crazy and, you know, super enraged and maybe that's kind of where he was going with it, but he just didn't sound like himself. Yeah. I didn't even think Jeremy Reiner sounded much like himself either. He sounded very stiff, I think. Yeah, usually he's kind of loose and snarky. Yeah, mm, true. And this one, he's just kind of like, kind of like he was telephoning it in. So, mm. mm-hmm. but once again, out of context, it's hard to do. So I don't, I don't know what the reasoning is, other than it's just like, like we said, voice acting is such a different discipline than yeah. physical acting. So, and it also depends too, like. If they were recording their voices before the animation happened or after. Yeah. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Because it's much, much harder for the actors to match the lip flaps afterwards than it is to just animate to. Aren't they doing that now? What they're doing is they're showing them some stuff and then they're actually matching the lip flaps after. Depends on. I don't know. I don't know how they would have done this one. Is are is lip flaps the official term? That's it's the oh, first time hearing like, it. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> sorry. They're mouth movement. Basically. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, I had to process yeah. that. I was like, what are they talking about? I've been about? hearing my husband talk about it over and over, so it's oh, like no, it's, it's just actually, like ingrained in my brain. It's actually an art because the thing is I've been watching Japanese animation for decades now. And Jennifer, you know this too. Mm-hmm. Is when they translate a Japanese um anime to have American voice actors when they do a dub, sometimes their mouths move like something that could be like in English could be yeah. And in Japanese it could be da 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 just yeah. For, yeah. So the thing is that they actually had to subtract or add dialogue so it matches the mouths. Mm-hmm. Roughly matches the mouths of the anime. So sometimes the translations are a little bit of kind of weird in their translation or they add extra dialogue or they mm, subtract uh-huh. dialogue just so it matches the animation because the animation is cre- already created. They're not going to redo it. Mm-hmm. But like in American animation, I thought now with computer animation, I got the impression now they can uh, do it afterwards pretty quickly. Yeah. So, because I tell you what, if you ever see my iPhone and I do emojis to my daughter, <laughs> The mouth moves perfectly. It so. moves really, yeah. <laughs> the technology has really gotten good. So, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, some people just, it's its a learned skill. And, and some people are great on screen and just not as great in the booth. So, yeah. 
But yeah, that last one, man, that was that was hard to watch. I think after that one, I was like, wow, I need to watch something happy now because <laughs> that was super depressing. Well, you guys were saying it was so depressing. I was like, I'm not sure if I should show it to my kid. And it's like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it was just because it followed the T'Challa episode. Yeah. Yeah. And went we from such a like, high to such yeah, a low. Exactly. Um, you know, yeah. and I, I tell you what, okay, I have to go back one episode to hear Chadwick do one last yeah. role as Black Panther was okay. so good. It was mm-hmm. nice. To, it's, it was just to have a nice to have an encore for him, you know? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. It's like you hear his voice and it's like, oh, why is he gone? You know, it hurts all over again then. But is, I'm happy it was his voice. Like, that was really cool. Definitely. So. Yay. Yay. And now there's more coming out. I yeah, know. Sorry, I was just trying out. to think how many, do we know how many episodes they're releasing? Ooh, that's a good question. Not enough. I know. Like, I want more of these. This is really cool. Like, you could almost do it like once upon a time, you know, where it's like you're you're building this whole secondary MCU almost, you know? Well, I mean, it's obvious you're going to do seasons. Yeah. And the best thing is maybe they do three or four seasons, give it a break, and then come back and do another couple more seasons. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm kind of curious to see um, how they decide to do it. They got, you know what, and the other part is with the TV on uh, Disney Plus, all the Marvel stuff, they've, everything has been so good. Yeah. I've been really shocked of how well they've done. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Give us more. <laughs> yeah. I honestly like, I think it'd be cool if they did this type of thing, but, you know, expand beyond Marvel too. Like, what if. Finn became a Jedi instead of Rey. What if, you know, Cinderella didn't go to the ball? What like, you know, just do like like spread it out to everything and just do that same kind of fanfic, like let's imagine this in a different way and see what happens kind of thing. Like I I think it's really interesting. Okay, I looked it up for everyone. Nine episodes. Hmm. Okay. And- they have a second season already, already planned. Nice. Too. Oh, that's fun. Yay. So, and I also, once again, really appreciate the fact that these are um, 32 minutes, 37 minutes, whatever, whatever, just enough to tell the story. And it doesn't fit the th- whatever 42 minutes or whatever it takes to get commercial breaks in. They yeah. don't have, and I always thought that was one of the things that destroyed so many things on television is like, how do we get it to fill in half an hour with commercial breaks or a full hour with commercial breaks? Mm-hmm. And it never works out right often. And this is just, Hey, you know what? If it takes 42 and a half minutes, do it 42 and a half minutes. Let the story t- t- dictate the amount of time it, uh, how much time you use. So. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Well, whew. <laughs> now we have to do four through um, seven pretty soon. That's right. Or whatever. <laughs> so let us know out there which one has been your favorite so far. 
so we can pay close attention to that one. But for now, that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thank you for listening, and be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. Have a question or request? Send us a message on social media. You can find us at Main Street UCI. We'd love to hear from you. And also, thanks again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Find their career-boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And with that, we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye! Bye! Bye.